Hi everyone, this is Corina and Angel. Welcome to The Human Show, proudly presented and supported by worldpodcast.com. Here we explore the relationships between people, technology and business. Join us on this journey where we interview anthropologists, other researchers and industry people from all over the world, from India to Kenya, US, Europe, to right back here in New Zealand. Hi friends, in today's episode we are joined by Rita Denny, anthropologist, partner at Practica Group and executive director at EPIC, ethnographic praxis in industry community, and Erin Taylor, anthropologist, co-founder Canela Consulting, and organizer Epic Ethnoboral, happening in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, on the 10th of November 2019. We will discuss the Epic Ethnoboral Conference, its connection to the Epic 2019 conference happening in Rhode Island, and their connected theme on the topic of agency. We hope you enjoy it. Hi friends, uh, we are here today with Erin um, and Rita um, and uh, we are here today to talk about EPIC and EPIC Ethnoboral. Hi Erin, uh, hi Rita. Hello. I am very excited to, to have you on the podcast today and just for our listeners, Erin um, uh, Taylor is one of our first uh, podcast guests that we had here on the, on the podcast a while back ago. I'm going to link up her wonderful podcast episode. Um, so you can go have a listen if you want to. It's, um, it's, it's awesome. Um, but maybe before we dive into the topic, maybe we, we do a little round around the room. Who, who do we have? Maybe just a, a short introduction. I'm happy to jump in first. Um, this is Rita. Um, I am currently a partner in Practica Group, which is a consultancy that applies anthrop an anthropological lens to um, the analysis of products and services and sometimes futures, uh, mostly for for-profit companies, but um, sometimes for non-for-profit as well. And more generally, I would describe myself as an anthropologist in business who uh, wants to forge intersections between people and between disciplines. So I have written things with Patty Sunderland, like doing anthropology and consumer research or that the handbook of anthropology and business. But I think most importantly for today's conversation, um, I am currently the executive director of the ethnographic praxis and industry community, otherwise known as EPIC. Um, and I can just add, it's, it's yeah. a global community of practitioners that, that do ethnographic work in and for organizations. Um, again, you know, whether that's for-profit, non-profit or public institutions. I'm Erin Taylor. I am the co-founder of Canela Consulting, which is a small research agency that specializes in what we like to call messy human problems in finance and technology. Uh, we mostly work with companies in the finance and technology space, not surprisingly, um, doing a range of different kinds of projects, most of which center on human beings in some ways, but not, usually, not normally about uh, product development, but rather about sort of issues to do with organisation or issues to do with things like financial inclusion. It's a bit of a range of interesting things going on. Uh, I have a PhD in anthropology from the University of Sydney, uh, and I've very much maintained my academic connection over the years, um, and I've been publishing a bit lately on fintech-related uh, topics. Uh, which is uh, quite a lot of fun, actually. I find it really valuable to keep that connection going. But more broadly, I would say that um, one of my life's purposes is to bring together knowledge from all different kinds of areas. And so I find myself inadvertently making things that draw on 
not just anthropology, but also economics, design, psychology, all kinds of areas. So um, my idea is to bring those information, bits of information together and try to repackage them in ways that other people can also use them. Uh, with respect to ethnography, uh, I've been very inspired over the years by what Epic do and this idea of promoting the value of ethnography in industry because I see that there is just so much of a need for uh, more of a human perspective in so many areas of business, government, uh, etc. And so what we did when we moved to the Netherlands with me and my business partner, Gwen Lynch, was we um, started Ethnoboral, uh, which is an ethnography meetup and the concept uh, draws upon the Dutch idea of the borrel, which is basically after-work drinks. So mm-hmm. we thought, well, okay, in the United States, in San Francisco, for example, there are ethno-breakfasts. Breakfast, we don't yeah, exactly. It, so we'll have a borrel instead. <laughs> yeah, much better idea, Erin. So for those of our listeners, I we're going to link, uh, link back uh, in the podcast notes um, the page and the home of the Ethnoboro. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely community. So hopefully for those of you that are in the Netherlands, we can see you there in one of the next events. Uh, but diving into the topic of today, uh, you, you kind of introduced it a little bit, uh, Rita, but, but maybe you can, you can tell us more um, about um, what, uh, what is the EPIC conference? Um, how did it come to be? How did it start? What, what was the original intent of it? Absolutely. Um, and I think that we have to start with what is EPIC mm-hmm. and then within that, what is the conference? Yeah. Uh, but, but 15 years ago, EPIC was the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it started um, by anthropologists Ken Anderson and Tracy Lovejoy. Ken is at Intel, Tracy was at Microsoft. <laughs> So it was a it was a meeting of those two and those two different companies, to um, with the goal of bringing uh, like-minded social scientists who were uh, working on emerging technologies together. Uh, the goal of the group of people at the time was to advance the value of ethnographic principles in industry, um, to create a common resource, and to establish a community of people who were applying social science principles. Coming out of those conferences, importantly, were proceedings. So um, the the people who applied to be part of the conference, um, there was blind review and peer review proceedings that that were published and in fact published by the American Anthropological Association in in a partnership. And those um, which are today open source. Um, The location of the conference varied year to year, um, depending on who raised their hand to, to, to host it. And uh, it has grown um, quite a bit. Um, the major thing that happened is that five years ago, that was 15 years ago, and, and Epic was, was the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but five years ago, uh, it became a year-round membership organization. It launched a website, um, epicpeople.org. Um, and it did so to respond to the need of the community, um, of community members, to build knowledge, to forge expertise, um, to have a forum for critical reflection on practices or issues of the day, that, that things that spread beyond the scope and the power of, of an annual conference to do. And it, so to do, to do something like that sort of in an ongoing way, not just annually. Um, and so it established epicpeople.org, you know, to build out that community voice. And that came in the form of uh, a blog called Perspectives, which is um, guest edited. It is the proceedings, ongoing proceedings that are available now online. And it 
started a learning trajectory. So it might be tutorials, it might be talks, it might be courses that would be available to the community. And today we've got over a thousand members globally. We have a very, very lean mm -hmm. staff, um, including the amazing Jennifer Collier Jennings. Mm -hmm. For those of you who don't know her, you should. Yeah. Um, and and extremely awesome volunteers. We run by volunteer efforts. Um, the people who chair conferences or review or write or sit on committees mm -hmm. or raise their hands for special projects, it really runs up by, by virtue of the people who are in the community. Um, the conference, for example, has like over 100 volunteers in one form or another. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the, the nature of the beast. And <laughs> Epic Org, you know, Epic People Org thrives. Um, and, um, and yet, and we still have the annual conference. And that conference, to answer your second question, yeah. um, is, you know, in terms of like, what, what's the, you know, what, why do we need that conference and, and what are, are its objectives? You know, mostly it's a gathering of like-minded folks mm -hmm. and they have really different backgrounds at this point. It's not just social scientists, it's all different kinds of folks. Um, and they work in really different industries and they might work um, as consultants, they might work within organizations, they might work for public agencies or in academic institutions. But the mission of the people in the community, I think is, is bounded by a desire to advance the, the value of ethnographic practices. Um, and in the process, to build better things. We want to engage um, with and influence practices. In, um, and those practices might be in sort of what what the ideas are or what those products are, how people think, um, mm -hmm. theories of human behavior, um, theories about marketplaces, right, that, that we can contribute to that understanding and to influence the practices that surround sort of the development of products and services and, and, and markets. The conference in the end is an opportunity to think deeply and to get beyond this, you know, sort of the structures and structures of life and organizations, we all get tied down in specific things that we do. It's face to face, which is really lovely in this world of digital existence. And, um, and it's an opportunity to network for not only people that we know, but people that we don't know. And my personal preference is that people come away from the conference not only exhausted from a little too much borrow, but to, um, to have a sense of it but also thoughtfulness, right? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's really a time to, to kind of expand, um, you know, to, to juggle your brain or jiggle your brain a little bit in, in good ways, surrounded by friends. And what happens this year? Tell, tell, tell us a little bit more about 2019. So 2019, um, so is chaired by the fabulous duo of Julia Haynes, who works at Google, mm -hmm. and Lisa DiCarlo, who works at Brown. And it's taking place um, in Providence, Rhode Island from November 9th to the 12th. Mm -hmm. um, and like all, all epic conferences, it has a theme. And the theme was generated by, by Julia and um, Lisa. And that theme generally, and as well as in this year, sort of orients the, the, the development of content. So mm -hmm. what are the paper sessions about? You know, sort of the, so the call for participation was oriented by, by um, this year's theme, which is agency. And where Lisa and Julia were sort of coming from and sort of why they chose agency as their theme this year is that they felt that it was, a you know, that, that we needed to take on um, the shifts towards investment and use of, of AI, of machine mm -hmm. learning, mm -hmm. of predictive analytics that businesses yeah. are really embracing. 
and so that's what they wanted to sort of take that topic on front and center and ask the question of what it means to have agency in this, you know, in, in a world that's increasingly automated. Um, so that's the, that's the theme. I think some of the things that they're planning to explore um, and what we sort of have the luxury to explore in the context of this conference are models of agency um, that perhaps are more apt, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we think of agency as, as something that resides somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. That it resides in a company or it resides in a person or mm-hmm. it resides in a nation of some kind. But, you know, maybe that's not the best way to think about it. Maybe we need to really embrace a more distributed sense of agency, a more systemic one. And if we do that, then what are the consequences? How do we how do we think about machine human engagements or mm-hmm. what's the impact on ethnographic practices and um, ethnographic theory around agency? Uh, what are the implications for design or for or for mm-hmm. innovation? It might be models of agency. It might allow us to pursue, you know, what are what are some of the parameters of agency? I know that in a recent ethnoboral and Aaron could speak to is yeah. um, you know, sort of, I love this idea about sort of understanding action and behavior from the, the perspective of a tea kettle, um, right? So to think about agency as, as a designed thing um, that, that resides in objects, it doesn't reside just in people, um, and that it's a, it's, it's a very interwoven and systematic interweaving, right, of, of objects and people. That's what we get to unpack this year. Um, we have panels around it. We will have papers, cases, Pecha Kucha, um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Is it still um, open for participants or um, are you sold out? We sold out very early on within mm-hmm. a couple of days. But if you are a member of Epic, um, it will be streamed. So. We, we hope that people who can't attend will be able to stream it. Nice. And, and for those of our listeners that are in the Netherlands, uh, they get a second chance, which is called um, Epit Ethnoboral. <laughs> so uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about that, Erin. Um, um, how did how did the idea come to be? And um, Yeah, I'd be happy to. Well, we've been running Ethnoborals for a while now. Um, we started at the end of 2017 mm-hmm. and we've built up quite a nice little base that in some ways is very similar to the Epic community. We have mm-hmm. anthropologists, we have UXs, we have service designers, uh, we have people working in technology, we have people working in human resources and all kinds of other professions as well where they take their ethnographic skills with them no matter what the job is. And um, so basically uh, all of us really are interested in the EPIC um, community. Uh, Some of us have been to the conferences, some of us haven't. Uh, Some people wanted to go and weren't able to. And so we were kind of thinking, oh, we should just go get together and, you know, eat pizza and watch the live stream, you know, have a bit of a, bit of a party and just watch Epic together. Mm. And so that was the beginning. And, and um, for some reason, it sort of grew from there. I'm not really quite sure what exactly happened, but I guess um, people were keen. At first, we had the idea, well, if we're going to, watch, you know, eat pizza and watch the live stream, why don't we have some workshops? Because, you know, we haven't mm. had any of those yet. And there are definitely lots of people who want to sort of you know, learn more practical mm. professional skills, for example. And then, of course, you know, we all love Petra Kutches, so we thought, well, maybe we'll have some Petra Kutches. But then before we knew it, we had a whole event. Yeah. Uh, and thanks, Karina, thanks to you and Lawrence Backer at the University of Amsterdam, we now have an event for it as well. And so it's become a whole thing. 
Yeah. It's going to be a whole whole one-day event on Sunday the 10th of November, Mm. starting at 10 in the morning and going till 5.30 in the afternoon where we'll have our own program. And what we're going to do is we're going to take up the theme of agency in exactly the same way that Rita has just explained. Mm. But what I would like to see is a bit of a European twist. Mm. So we're looking for possible presenters and workshops that say, okay, well, this is the theme, but what might it mean specifically for those of us in Europe? What might be the issues around technology here, Mm. how people use it, regulations such as GDPR, for example, and a host of other stuff as well. Yeah, and there's a, is there a particular call to action that our listeners that might be around the Netherlands could could have a look at and um, just respond if uh, yes. if they're interested? Absolutely. So we put all our events on our meetup page, which mm-hmm. is easy to find for Ethnoboral. Uh, we have the event listed on there and we have added the call uh, for papers on there at the moment. So we're now open for the papers for a few weeks. Nice. What what type of uh, audience are you expecting in terms of uh, people that um, that will attend the event? Well, what we're expecting is a pretty core Dutch contingency, mm. but also we're reaching out beyond the Netherlands to uh, try to integrate people from across Europe as well. So within the Netherlands, there are quite a few groups working on issues related to ethnography and its promotion. So, of course, Karina, you have your Interbuilding Applied Anthropology Meetup, um, mm-hmm. which runs in Amsterdam, which is an awesome initiative. Uh, we have the Dutch Anthropology Association, uh, and we have quite a lot of different kinds of agencies, like, you know, service design agencies, mm. UX agencies. There's also a UX um, conference that runs in Utrecht every year, run mm-hmm. by Karina. And so what we want to do in the first instance is try to get together as many of these different people as possible so that we can be in the same space and have the same conversations with each other on the day, but also by engaging with EPIC, uh, also broaden the conversation across the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of Europe, we're going to reach out to some key agencies and people in our neighbouring countries as well. Yeah, sounds really excited. And um, yeah, for, for our listeners, I'm also part of the volunteer group. The Epic Ethnoboral uh, runs on a similar volunteer juice like the, the main, um, main event. So yeah, how, how, do you, how do the two of you see like, the, the connection between the two? How, how, will, they, um, how will they touch? And, uh, and, and do you see something similar happening more in the future? Or? Sure. Well, um, in terms of connections, we've reached out to Rita and also to the amazing Jennifer Collier Jennings um, to talk about how we can collaborate. So rather than just sit passively and watch the live stream, the general yeah. idea is to try to find ways we can actually interact with each other on, mm. the, on on that particular day as well, such as by asking questions, for example, that will be will be posed to the audience and um, yeah, hopefully a few other surprises that I won't mention yet, otherwise it won't be as fun. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I think beyond that, for me, really, the, the key is to try mm. to consolidate the Dutch community in the first instance um, and bring in others so that we have a stronger base here with which to connect to mm. EPIC so that we can collaborate more, perhaps in future events, who knows, perhaps in workshops or webinars or some sort of publication series to try to get the European voice out there as well. But I guess uh, Rita probably has her own ideas about that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, so the, you know, the, we shouldn't have borders in some fashion, right? Um, but we have centers of activity and some centers of momentum, I guess. And for our EPIC, uh, you know, while we are, we are a global organization, we are definitely uh, U.S.-centric. So 
you know, my goal in, in um, sort of being the executive director of EPIC is to, as I said before, is sort of mediate practice, you know, sort of mm-hmm. between people and between disciplines and, um, and, and across geographic borders. The greater voice that we all have, I think the, the more we can have influence and the more we can impact the work practices that we engage in mm-hmm. and try to, to decipher and, um, and oftentimes sort of reframe, right? And from my perspective, it is in all of our interest to collab- to find ways to collaborate and extend um, uh, knowledge and expertise for the goal of greater authority to have impact. And, and any kind of final thoughts for those that are listening and are considering to uh, yeah, come to the, um, the one in Amsterdam since uh, yours is sold out? <laughs> Absolutely. If you couldn't get into uh, Epic yeah. in Rhode Island, come to us. That'll be fine. Um, we really want to get a, a big discussion more so than a very mm. formal conference. So um, we will have um, a, a panel at the beginning and maybe a panel at the end to mm. debate issues rather than have you know, a big important keynote. Uh, we'll have a lot of discussion around uh, the the live stream as well. Um, use that as a talking point. And yeah, it's just generally a great opportunity to connect with the community and, and make our, ourselves stronger. Yeah, and I almost forgot, Rita, you're coming to Amsterdam soon. So for those of us that are here and, and want to ask you more questions in Epic or um, the work that you do, um, that will be a nice opportunity, right? It's um, help me again Absolutely. with the date. I believe it's September 30th. That's right. Yeah. We've, we've designed an event. Uh, it's called Building a Community of Practitioners, Practitioners with Special Guest Rita Denny. And what we're going to do is we're going to um, ask Rita to kindly give about a 10-minute talk about the the, you know, the epic side of things. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have a selection of lightning presentations by key figures in the community here uh, from different places. We have someone from the Dutch Board of Audit talking about design thinking we have uh, Lawrence Bucker from the Department of Anthropology at the University of Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have uh, Corinne Den Baumeister from UX Insight so far. So that's um, going to be Great. an interesting line, I think. So just so to allow everyone to get a better look at what each other is doing locally as well as uh, connecting with Rita. I think so too. So we're going to put all the link in the descriptions for um, for our listeners to just go have a look. And um, yeah, I think, I think that's all from our side. Um, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. Follow us on our social media channels and look at the show notes for links to our speaker's work. Join us next time for more interesting conversations.